InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. As children, we all went off to school each day where we sat in classrooms, took tests, and got our homework assignments. And as parents, we send our kids through the same educational system and not much has changed. But is there a better way to educate the next generation? Our next guest believes there is. Let's welcome Clark Aldrich to the show. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Clark, you're an education expert and author of Unschooling Rules, 55 Ways to Unlearn What We Know About Schools and Rediscover Education. Clark, why do you say we need to change our thinking about educating our kids? Well, I think we need to change everything in society constantly. That's how we grow. Certainly the world has changed, and I think it's reasonable to assume that if we don't actively figure out how to change our school systems, they won't change on their own. And if we can fast forward in time, schools 30 years from now will probably look very much the way they do today unless we take a very active step and try to figure out how to make them better. You know, as adults, there's a common expression that we sometimes hear, which is, here's something that they never taught you in school. And this (laughs) leads me to ask, why don't we teach more critical life skills, what some might call street skills, to our kids? Sure, that's a huge problem. I mean, you start thinking about the skills that we actually think of as important. I mean, there's little things like riding a bicycle, but there's big things like leadership, like project management, like stewardship, like security, like innovation. I mean, all of these really important meta skills that are certainly not vocational. These are skills that everyone must have and need to have in order to control their own future and contribute to their own society. And all of these skills fall through the cracks. And the reason for it is almost a very trivial one, which is we teach what is easy to teach. We teach what can be taught. And most importantly, we teach what can be taught in books. Books have become the media that restricts completely everything we teach. So if we can't write about it well in a book, we don't teach it. Well, you discuss seven areas of unlearning, as you call it, and the first is curricula. How does your vision, Clark, go beyond reading, writing, and arithmetic? There's three fundamental types of learning, and one of them is learning to know, and schools are really, really good at learning to know, which is a lot of dates and facts. But there's also learning to do. We talked about that. All the really important skills that we're going to use in life to control our future are all learning to do skills. And those people who have played computer games have started to see how media can support learning to do skills. But right now, those just have totally fallen through the cracks of most schools. And then there's the final one, which is learning to be. And learning to be is understanding who you are as a person. It's a very individualistic process. But what's your role on the stage if you're in a group of people What's your role in that group of people? Do you want to be the smart one or the funny one or the problem solver? All of these learning to be skills and Facebook and Twitter start getting at these a little bit, again, completely fall through the cracks. So we have learning to know where schools probably get a solid B, learning to do which schools get an F, and learning to be which they get an F. We're talking with Clark Aldridge, author of Unschooling Rules, 55 Ways to Unlearn What We Know About Schools and Rediscover Education. Clark, the next section of your book, you talk about sitting through classroom lectures being painful. And, wow, I think every child or adult can relate to that if they've gone to school. Yeah, they stink. I mean, at some point we say, wow, really putting someone in a classroom and basically talking at them all day, even with little exercises, is a really, really bad way of teaching them. And, you know, we've gotten into all these bad habits around schools, and this is mostly a failure of our imagination. So part of my own goal is to get some new imagination, get some new creativity in the thinking process. And that's why I was looking at homeschoolers and unschoolers. 
as people who were eschewing that model, who were saying, we know that doesn't work, now let's try to figure out what does work. So you feel homeschooling is a great way to teach kids, perhaps an improvement over the traditional system? I think homeschooling is right now the single place where the most interesting research and development is happening in all of education. If schools do improve and evolve over time, it will be because of the influence of homeschoolers and unschoolers inventing new ways of doing things and then reinterjecting them into the school system. So I'm not advocating homeschooling, unschooling for a lot of parents. I don't think it's necessarily the right solution, although it is for a lot of people, but much more so is we need to respect what's going on there. We need to study it, and ultimately we need to figure out how to reinterject the lessons learned from homeschoolers and unschoolers into the school system. Now, for plenty of parents who are absolutely fed up with schools and who just can't see any path that their child has in being successful in school, then I do think homeschooling makes a lot of sense. Jumping ahead in your book, you talk about customization, and I guess this is basically uh, what you're saying is one size does not fit all. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the reliance of standardized tests as of late have reinforced sort of all the worst habits of schools, including this desire of saying, hey, let's have everyone learn the same thing. And that is wrong for so many reasons, including, you know, we're all very different. Part of the challenge of schools going forward is to strip away a lot of the bad habits we have. When we're going to clean out our house, a really good cardinal rule is keep what you either love or need, but get rid of everything else, which tends to be most of the stuff that we neither love nor need. And I think with school's curricula, we have to think the same way. How can we get rid of all of this junk that has built up over the years? How do we absolutely identify what is it that kids need no matter what, which tends to be fairly focused, reading and writing and arithmetic, our old grandparents' phrase, but then also how do we figure out what it is that kids love and how do we enable them to do it in a way that's not been sort of polluted by all these bad academic habits of term papers and tests and things. One of the uh, reasons parents think of traditional schools as a good thing is that they socialize their kids, and perhaps that is not something that we should rely on schools to do. Well, there's a whole lot of really, really bad habits that develop in school. Schools are as competitive as any sport, and I say that both in a good sense and a bad sense, but let's focus on the bad sense. You know, when you are there with other kids, you are competing against them which doesn't sound so bad because, you know, life is competitive anyway, so we might as well get a jump on it. However, it creates an environment where there is both social and academic hierarchies going on, and kids will work really, really hard to destroy the kids above them and laud over the kids below them, both socially and academically. Let's just take academically. Right now, if there is a new kid who's introduced into a school system, and that is a very smart kid, that kid is the enemy because that kid lowers everyone else's grades because we're graded on a bell curve. So it's very, very problematic. You also touch on something that I guess we don't hear too much about as far as school, which is that it kind of restricts kids from experiencing the world at large. You know, being outside every day and being in nature and all of the things that perhaps long ago kids got as just part of growing up. Yeah, and you have to realize that schools are businesses and schools want to grow like any business wants to grow, and they want to expand, and they will fill as many hours as they possibly can. Now, there's at least two problems with that, and one is that we can't afford it, growing beyond the point where we could actually continue to pay the bills for longer and longer school days and longer and longer school programs. So that's a problem. But I think the other problem is more schools does not necessarily mean more education. In a lot of cases, 
uh, especially as we look back at our own experiences, the most transformational happened despite school, not because of school. When I was interviewing the chief scientist at Xerox, he was saying well into undergraduate college, he learned a lot more about engineering and physics through taking apart his lawnmower than he did sitting in class learning about how engines should theoretically work. Likewise, you have programs like 4-H, youth groups, various community um, places, and these are all places of incredible learning, and I see all the time situations where students have to give up very, very important extracurricular activities in order to spend more time studying for tests. And again, teachers are motivated to get rid of these programs. If a student has a choice between going with dad and mom on a business trip to somewhere really interesting or spending two days studying for a test, the teacher is going to be highly, highly (laughs) advocating studying for the test because he or she is paid based on that. So you have situations where literally the teacher is going to be fighting hard to keep the student from doing new things in order to improve the test scores. Well, the book is Unschooling Rules, 55 Ways to Unlearn What We Know About Schools and Rediscover Education. Clark Aldrich is the author, and you can check out the website, unschoolingrules.com. Clark, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you so much. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.